Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it's teacher Monica here. And we're going to have another English lesson about sentence analyzation. So um, we're going to be looking at a sentence and then analyzing the different parts of speech and the way that they're used in the sentence. Some of the benefits of doing this is that it will help you guys to memorize. Uh, repetition is always really good because when you guys repeat things, you do them over and over. That is essentially how you remember. And you know those things eventually stick and you won't forget them. In addition to that, we're going to be basically doing what we do in some of the school systems in the United States. So we do teach English grammar to um, American students. And what I feel are some of the benefits is that it helps these students to learn the different parts of speech so that when they do go on to learn another language, if that's something that they choose to do, they are usually able to learn the grammar from other languages with, you know, a lot of facility. It's not so difficult. And depending on what school, you, you know, the child goes to, um, sometimes they learn Spanish, Latin, Greek, some modern language of today. So this will be really beneficial to you guys now. This lesson is for more intermediate and advanced speakers of English. However, if you are a beginner, you're more than welcome to join as well. As always, I recommend that you guys get a paper and a pencil because we're going to do some writing. And these types of things will also reinforce what you're learning. It will help you to remember them so that you are not only listening, so you're hearing audibly, you are seeing visibly, and then you're writing. And all of those things are going to help you guys to improve your English grammar, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and pull up my screen with the sentence uh, right now. If you guys don't have a pencil or a piece of paper, I highly encourage you to go grab one so that you guys can do this lesson with me. Okay, so now I've got the screen up and we can go ahead and get started with this lesson together. So I'm going to go ahead and read aloud this sentence and then we're gonna begin on the analyzing process, okay? So we have King Canute was the king of England and of Denmark. All right, so the first thing that we always do before we identify any parts of speech uh, anything else, we want to identify what kind of sentence this is, okay? So one of the things that we can see is that it's giving information, it's stating a fact, and it's saying something that's true. So because it's doing all those things, this is going to be what we call a declarative sentence. 
And don't worry, guys, there are, we will get into the other different kinds of sentences, but for now, we're going to just be going through this today, okay? All right, so King Canute was the king of England and of Denmark. We also see that it's declarative because it ends in a period. It's another sign. All right, so after we have identified what kind of sentence it is, we want to then identify our subject. So the subject is always going to be a person, place, or thing. It's never going to be a verb. It's never going to be an adjective. Uh, it's going to be a noun. So we ask ourselves, the way that we find a subject is we ask who or what is the sentence about? And in this instance, King Canute was the King of England and of Denmark. We know that we're talking about King Canute, okay? So King Canute is going to be the subject of our sentence. We write an S on top, we underline once, okay? King Canute, he is the subject of our sentence, okay? Now, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to find our verb, okay? Was the King of England, so here we don't see any action verbs. The action verbs are called predicate verbs. That's not what's going on here. Instead, we see was. Was um, can be one of two things. Was can be a helping verb or a linking verb. Now in this instance, was is not accompanied by any action verb or any predicate verb. So because of that, it's not a helping verb. Instead, it is going to be a linking verb. So we're gonna write LV on top. We're gonna to underline it twice. I should probably be doing this in a different color. Maybe next time I'll do all of the markings in a different color. All right, so this is our linking verb. Now, if it was accompanied by another verb next to it, uh, for example, if it said King Canute was driving, then this would be a helping verb because it's helping the main verb. But since there's no other verb, we're going to leave it as our linking verb, okay? So King Canute was the king of England and of Denmark. Now, the next thing that I always instruct my students is to find the prepositions, if there are any prepositions. Now, the English language has somewhere upwards of close to like 50 prepositions. And in this case, there are two. So if you guys haven't seen the last video, you can go back. It was the video I uploaded just before I uploaded this one. And there, um, there were no prepositions in that sentence. So you guys can see a sentence with no prepositions. However, this one has two prepositions. So we have of, okay, of is one. And this of is the other one. And in the future, I will give you guys sentences that have different kinds of prepositions. And we'll also go over all of them together so that you guys can memorize the different kinds of prepositions. Um, so in this case, we've got two of the same. Now, the next thing that you want to do is identify the prepositional phrase. So you've identified your prepositions. Now, prepositions will always have prepositional phrases. So in this case, we have of Denmark, and of, oh, sorry, of England and of Denmark, okay? So we're going to put those in parentheses to identify the prepositional phrases. Now, every prepositional phrase also has a, an object of the preposition, 
So it's like a direct object, or we call it the object of the preposition. Now here it's the countries, and we're gonna label these as OP for object, object of the preposition, object of the preposition, okay? So OP. Now, so we've got several words identified so far, but we still have a few that are missing. So let's start up here. So the next thing we wanna do is find any adjectives, adverbs, okay? And in this instance, we only have one, well, we have the word the. Now the is a special word because it can be labeled as two different things. So for those of you who have been studying English for a while, especially English grammar, then you guys know that the is an article. We have two kinds of articles in English. There are three total. So we have um, definite and indefinite articles in English. Now, some languages like Russian, like Japanese, they don't have articles. So articles tend to be somewhat confusing for native speakers of those languages. Now, um, without going into like a grammar lesson about articles, the is the definite article. It's the only definite article. And an and A are the two indefinite articles. So while the is an article, it's also an adjective. Why is it an adjective? Because it is describing a noun. So it's modifying a noun and we'll get to that noun in just a minute. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna identify our adjective, the. Now it's modifying the noun king. Okay, so the king, it answers the question, which king? The king, it's a very specific king, okay? Now, king is a noun, but we're not gonna label it as a noun. Instead, we're going to label it as something else. So because king is renaming King Canute, we are essentially saying like who or what he is. We are going to label this as the predicate nominative, okay? Predicate nominatives rename someone. Now, I'll give you an example of this, okay? So let's say you're talking about a girl named Kelly. And Kelly, we can say Kelly is the sister of Brian. So sister would be the predicate nominative because you are renaming Kelly, the subject. Kelly is the subject, okay? So predicate nominatives rename the subjects. They rename nouns, right? So now we have one last word that we still haven't identified, and it is the word and, okay? And we're going to do something different with and. So instead of like writing and labeling, we're going to just do this. We're going to draw like a little arrow thing to identify that it is a conjunction. Okay, so from the top, we have King Canute was the king of England and of Denmark. Now, there is a couple other things that we can do. Um, now, remember how I said the is also an adjective? It's an article, but it's also an adjective because it's identifying which king. It's very specific. So we're going to draw an arrow, okay, to king because the 
belongs to King. It's kind of like King is the owner of the articles can never just stand alone. They need to have a noun to go with it, to modify. You cannot just say like King Canute was the of England and of Denmark. It doesn't make sense. It's an incomplete sentence. So we're going to draw an arrow showing that King is the owner of the. Okay. And let's see, I think that that's pretty much it um, as far as labeling. So let me know if there are any sentences that you would like me to diagram for you. Make sure that you guys subscribe to my channel for more lessons like this. And don't forget, forget to get give this video a like if you guys learned something new. If you have any questions or you're not sure about something, you can also leave me a comment. Don't forget to join me on TikTok and Instagram. My name there is on both is English teacher Monica, okay? And as always, I'll be back with more lessons for you guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you.